Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Gathering Podcast. I'm Jonathan Pulasic. I'm the media director at The Gathering Baptist Church in Blue Springs in Independence, Missouri. And I'm joined today by... Connor Scholes, creative arts pastor. My name is Nate Jones. I'm the family pastor. Cool. Very good. Uh, gentlemen, it's been a little while since we've seen you two. We had Matt and Matthias these past two weeks, so we've had to really push through those. <laughs> well, you know, you do what you got to do. The blank stare out of Nate says everything, <laughs> I think. He's just not going to say a word. How was your summer, Nate? It was good. Yeah, good uh, good summer. Good vacation with family. We went to uh, you know, out west to Arizona, Utah, and that whole area of the country, Nevada. Just did some of the national parks and saw that area of the country. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, had some youth camp camps and events this year that was yeah. a real part of so it's a good summer yeah yeah much different than last year i feel yes. like mm-hmm. connor how was yours it was good it was good we uh we took a a little bit of vacation at the end of the summer um went to st louis for a few days and uh i experienced a city museum for the first time which was cool. a lot of fun my head will never be the same <laughs> i have new scars going through those caves but yeah. uh no it was it was a lot of fun just to hang out and have some family time um during the summer that's always a, kind of a big planning area for for me that's when not as many of the activities are happening so yeah. trying to get a good foothold into the fall was yeah part of that yeah the so. fall's coming quickly i mean there's a lot of exciting stuff at this point whenever this comes out we'll be almost through our who we are series so uh, hopefully you guys have signed up to to help out at the church in some way, shape, or form. Um, I know we'll have youth and kids stuff, and we'll have AV and, and live stream stuff to have opportunities for you guys to, to get involved. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed those things online. Um, so we've been walking through the past couple weeks on GatheringKC.com, our beliefs, and we started off with what we believe about God. So Matt and Matthias did a nice job, and then the next week, Talked about Jesus. Uh, same two guys did that as well. And so now we're on the Holy Spirit. And this is one that uh, I'm very excited about. I think this will be a, an interesting interesting one because it's like, you know, Spirit is among us, right? That's, I think, the, the differing part that obviously God and Jesus were around, but the Holy Spirit is dwelling within us. So let's start off with Connor. What is the Holy Spirit? So... The Holy Spirit is one of the co-equals with the Father and the Son of God. So he is he is present in the world um, to make people aware of their need for Jesus. And uh, and a lot of times in Baptist realm anyway, we're kind of scared of this idea sometimes of the Holy Spirit. But the the reality is is that um, the Holy Spirit is, is who provides the Christians with the power for living and, and understanding and spiritual guidance and truth um, to do what's right. And then um, just he gives uh, spiritual gifts to the believer mm-hmm. that is equipped to them and when they're saved. And so, you know, as, as Christians, our, you know, our striving, our, our desire is to live um, under the Holy Spirit as mm-hmm. we walk daily um, with Jesus and, yeah. and with the Father. Yeah. I like that, Nate. Anything to add to that? Yeah, I think Early on. Um, the idea of the Holy Spirit is kind of scary to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. so we, I remember Francis Chan wrote a book years ago called uh, The Forgotten God. And um, I believe that's the title, right? Yeah. 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 And he, the whole emphasis on that book is that he, he's like, we kind of neglect him. Mm-hmm. Um, either we 
we just don't want to go near it because it's too, I don't know, we're freaked out by it. We don't mm-hmm. understand it. We don't um, know where it's, we can't identify it. Yeah. And and so it's hard to explain. And, and so we just kind of, we don't talk about it. So yeah. you don't hear a lot of teachings on, you know, sermons on the Holy Spirit. Right. Um, and I think it probably goes to probably the giftings of the Holy Spirit that freaks everybody out, you know, the <laughs> whole time. So that'd be funny if I was going to, I was thinking about just starting off this talk of just start jibber dabbing and, and, and speaking in tongues. Speaking tongues. Um, maybe you can do some subtitles. Yeah. Can, at the bottom of the oh, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm supposed to translate that. I was like, you would have that, to translate, yeah, Connor. I think that's specifically Baptist. I think we kind of uh, really struggle with the Holy Spirit uh, because I think we're, we, we were fearful of some of those texts that talk about the, the different spiritual gifts and the giftings of the Spirit. <clears throat> and so it's a lot of different viewpoints on the Holy Spirit. And so yeah. it's just it's just one. It's easier just to kind of, you know, tuck him away and let him off the side. But it's really, we talk a lot about Jesus. We talk a lot about the Father. But mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit doesn't get quite as much airtime yeah. mm-hmm. as the others. And and the thing is, is that we're missing out on one of the greatest promises of yeah. Scripture that, well, that Jesus said is because he's, when he, you know, when he's with the disciples and he tells them he's leaving, um, they're sad. And they said, but you don't understand if I don't go, I can't send the spirit. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so <laughs> we, if we neglect him and we stay away from those passages and we, you know, we're, we're really missing out on a person of the Trinity. He is, he is like Connor said, he's the third person of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. He was involved in creation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so uh, there's so much that, that the spirit does that we, sh- we do ourselves a disservice and the church's service and we neglect it. So I'm glad mm-hmm. we're talking about it. Yeah. 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 So here today we're, going to try and make it this is a very top level we can go deeper at some point talk through this um in the past couple of weeks with with god and jesus with matt and matthias and just how we want to go deeper and so we will at some point but these are base level what we believe who they are uh and we will hopefully over time get to to have the opportunity to talk about that so connor i'm going to go back to you uh when do we first see the holy spirit in the bible well you know, in Genesis 1, 1, 1, you have, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, right? And the earth was form and void, and the darkness was over the face of the deep. And then the next sentence, which is in Genesis 1, 2, says, and the Spirit of God was hovering mm-hmm. over the face of the waters. So in, in the very first two verses of the Bible, we're mm-hmm. already introduced to the Holy Spirit, um, which, you know, is one of those mysteries of our faith is to to think of the fact that you know that the trinity was there before the foundations of the earth Mm -hmm. and and then we see that spoken and and written that from the very beginning of the bible we have the spirit of god um, straight off the bat straight off the bat not to make the big inning, you yes, know. That's Sorry, right. yeah, no that, that old baseball joke. He went. He <laughs> What's God a fan of baseball? <laughs> wow, well done, second grade Sunday school teacher. I uh, apologize for him. It's, you it's, know. <laughs> sorry, it's just one of the first uh, God jokes I remember hearing. Um, anything to add to that, Nate? I think that's. I mean, obviously, that's that's where. It, but then I know we'll get into this, but then we we really see in the New Testament where Holy Spirit's really driven in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I think that's a misnomer. I think that yeah. um, people think that the you know the Spirit is kind of the New Testament God, mm-hmm. and you have Jesus who's there for thirty three years, God, and then you have mm-hmm. God the Father who's there for the Old Testament. And he's the God, yeah. right? And that's a thing called modalism, where you see God mm-hmm. in different modes, mm-hmm. and that's actually a heresy to yeah. believe that the, the Spirit. I mean, that's why I think it's important that from the beginning we have the idea of the Spirit from the beginning. It's not like the Spirit of God stopped doing stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And then Jesus came along, and then the yep. Spirit started doing stuff when Jesus was gone. Now, we see him highlighted a lot more in the New Testament, but it's not like he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's, I think that's the next question. Yeah, what so what role, is his role in the Old Testament? In the Old Testament, so you have him involved in creation. Yeah. The Spirit's involved in creation. We also know from the New Testament that Jesus was involved in creation, so that you have mm-hmm. the whole Trinity involved mm-hmm. in, in the creation from the very beginning. Um, but really, the role of the Old Testament the spirit in the Old Testament and New Testament are almost identical. There's really not much difference. Mm. Um, so if you think about some of the role, it's probably the next question is yep. what's yeah, the you're New good. Testament. You're good. Go so ahead. let's just kind of combine these. What we know from the Holy Spirit, specifically in the New Testament, is that he is he, he is involved in the regeneration, the rebirth. Mm-hmm. So without, without the Holy Spirit, um, we can't, we are, we are sinful, dead in our sins, without the Spirit awakening us. Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot see God. We we can't uh, become good enough um, to receive the new birth. It requires, like Jesus, Jesus used words, um, you must be born again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have uh, um, this idea of regeneration. Paul talks about that. And so it's a, it's the same thing. And so when Jesus comes along with Nicodemus, you know that story where mm-hmm. Nicodemus is like, I don't understand, you know, how can I be reborn again? Right. And Jesus says here in John 3, 310 he says are you a teacher in israel and yet you don't understand this so he's this is nicodemus he's somebody who should know the holy spirit from the old testament the holy spirit in the old testament did the same thing he convicted people he was uh uh, rebirth was his role in the old testament as well however what he was doing is he was he was pointing them forward to the cross so Mm -hmm. we hear in hebrews 11 you have abraham all these different heroes of the faith that were saved by um their faith but they were looking forward to the cross. So that was the spirit that caused them to do that. Mm. So the spirit was still regenerating, still in the idea of um, a rebirth was what his job was in the Old Testament as well. Okay. Um, we also know from the New Testament that the Holy Spirit keeps us from sinning. He convicts us of sin. Um, that's where Jesus says, hey, uh, I, I'm sending the spirit into the world to convict the world of sin. That's in John 16. That we see that in the Old Testament as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Spirit was the one who convicted them and told them they were sinning, right? Because they they can't uh, they don't come to that knowledge of their own, right? It takes the Spirit of God to do that. So He was doing that in the Old Testament as well. Um, Jesus says that uh, the Holy Spirit is the revealer, and He will guide you in all truth. And so He's the one that shows you, um, especially through the Scriptures who he is. Well, that's what he did in the Old Testament too. The spirit was, so basically I'm saying is the spirit was at work mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, not just in the New Testament. The only difference that we see in the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament is um, that he would not indwell people. Mm. Um, he, you, you find it. Or he had like, like specific Yeah, they had specific points. roles. So like yeah. think of the judges. The judges yeah. were these people who ruled over Israel for a period of time. And it says that the spirit of God would come upon them. Yes. And then when, for a specific task, and then when they were complete with that task, he would remove himself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or Saul um, was someone who had the spirit of God when he was king, but then he grew out of favor with God because of a sin. And so it says the that the spirit, spirit of the Lord God left, him. left him. And so you have this, this idea of the spirit would come upon people for a period of time for a specific task. Samson was given the spirit of God at certain mm-hmm. times to do things, um, to uh, crush the lion and all these things. The spirit of God rushed upon him, then he would leave him. Yeah. And so, but we have in the New Testament is this promise um, that the Jews would understand. And that is that when you are saved, when you are a believer in Christ, um, the spirit indwells you. 
And that, that's the mm-hmm. difference. And it doesn't leave you. Yeah. Right? And that, I think it's a beautiful yes. thing. And this is, this is Ephesians 1. This is where Paul says this. I just thought I'd read it. Mm-hmm. So I can get my Bible to not stick to pages <laughs> Pages here. are wow. sticking. Let me read it real quick. It's verse 13 and 14. He says, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So that that was good news to the Jew because they're, they're used to the Spirit of God coming upon somebody for a certain yep. task and then departing. Mm-hmm. But here, Paul is saying that because of the gospel, you've heard the word of truth, the Spirit revealed this to you, you were, you were saved, the gospel of your salvation, you believed in him, and then you were sealed, meaning the Spirit is indwelling you and he never leaves you. Yep. And Not going so anywhere. That, that, to us, we read that and we just kind of like, yeah, yeah. But to them, this it's was, hope. This it's, is hope. This yeah. is what mm-hmm. they put their hope in is that the Spirit of God now is with him. And that's what Jesus is talking about. If I don't leave, yep. see, I'm temporary. I'm here right now, uh, but I'm going to prepare a place. And yep. so they're sad about that. But he's saying, no, but you don't understand. I'm leaving my spirit and he will never leave you. Yeah. Right. So that, that was the good news. That's the main difference that we have with the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament and New Testament, what we live in now, that the Spirit still convicts us of sin. It still reveals truth to us. He's the one that shows us when we read this book and he reveals to us, that's mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's mm-hmm. work and that's what he's doing. Yeah. But he also indwells us and he lives within us and he is um, con- convicting us of sin daily. You know, that's his, yeah. that's his role. Yeah. 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 So Love that's it. kind of the difference between really the only difference I think of in Old Testament, New Testament is that that role of the indwelling and permanent. And I like the the way when you're talking about the in the New Te- or the Holy Spirit's role of rebirth and yeah. and that it would dwell in. You know, one of the things is we we see a picture of um, how the spirit of the Lord is what causes us to do great things. Mm-hmm. You know, you take Samson. Right, so the spirit would come upon him, and then he'd do this ridiculously amazing thing, right? And then spirit mm-hmm. leave. How did Samson look the rest of the time? <laughs> like yeah. he looked like a human that wasn't living very good, right? Right. But when the spirit of the Lord came upon him, it transformed him. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Whether it was physically or being able to to see through something, be able to do what he needed to do to glorify the Lord to deliver uh, the nation of Israel, yeah. right? And. Uh, and I think that's a great picture in the Old Testament that is pointing forward as well to um, the reality of our dependence upon the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, one of the things when we talk about the Spirit of God is that uh, just like anything else, like our need for dependence on that Spirit should be evident daily. You mm-hmm. know? And when we, when we do good works, we're not doing that for ourselves. We're doing that because, you know, we're, we're bond servants of the the Lord Jesus Christ were bond servants of the spirit within us who is convicting and changing us. And so I think even in the old Testament, we get to see those times that the spirit is still pointing towards the new Testament and the Mm -hmm. cross just by the way it functioned, you know, which is different. Yeah. And and I think it's real important. So we can get a wrong, a wrong view of God. Very, there's people struggle with this. They, they read those and they don't understand the, the, the Holy spirit in the old Testament. So they look at, David or Saul, all these people that had the spirit of God and it says he departed them, that then they carry that over yeah. to their life today. And they think, well, the spirit of God nope. is leaving me. And so it's nope. this constant, God's leaving me, God's with me, God's leaving me, God's with me. And they, they've got their Holy Spirit theology wrong. Mm-hmm. And so they battle this, I'm saved, I'm not saved. The Holy Spirit is, ple-, you know, all this back and forth. And um, it, 
it's just not true. And that's why that Ephesians text is so important that, that when you're a believer and you're saved, that you are sealed. Mm-hmm. That's, that's completely sealed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, there's no longer any leaving. Yeah. So I think it's a very important, have correct theology of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And yeah. the other thing the Holy Spirit does in the New Testament, or Old Testament, the same as the New Testament, I think we'll talk about next, is the giftings. He, he, mm-hmm. he gifted certain people to do certain tasks, like with Samson, with the judges, with all these people in the Old Testament, the prophets, all these had certain giftings. Um, and that carries over to the New Testament. Yeah. And, and where he has gifted us, that's 1 Corinthians 12, he has gifted us uh, in the church all with gifts of the spirit. Yeah. That's the one we don't like. That's the right. freaky ones. Yeah. Um, but they're giftings of the spirit that he has given us for our good. And so that's the other role of the spirit is that he indwells the believer, convicts us of sin, gives us rebirth, but he also gifts us yeah. for certain tasks. Yeah. And, and that really starts in the old Testament. Like right. if you go back to uh, numbers where the Lord talks to Moses about Joshua, mm-hmm. um, he says, you know, take Joshua, the son of Nun, the man in whom is the spirit and you'll lay your hands on him. And that's when he appoints him as the leader over Israel. And the reason why is he's saying, Hey, this is the one the spirit has, has chosen to be the leader, you know, and that's, yeah. that's a good example, even in the old Testament of what we now live in, in mm-hmm. the new Testament in our giftings Yeah, that we have specific gifts for specific purposes. Yeah. So for us, uh, cause you guys talked combination, old Testament, new Testament for the Holy spirit. Now it's 2021, right? The Holy Spirit's still here. What is the Holy Spirit doing now? What, why? Well, he's doing the same thing he did yeah. from, from the beginning. Same thing for a long time, um, right? So think about this. So you have the Spirit in the beginning who is doing what? What's he doing in verse two? Creating. Creating. What does he do in the New Testament? Recreating. Recreating. Yeah. So, and what's he doing now? Recreating. He, he is still working. Yeah. Um, he will continue to work. Um, and, and what he's, so nothing's changed. So yeah, you know, new Testament 2021, but it's the same, the same role is, is continued on today. Um, you know, where, where the spirit is doing all the same things, convicting of sin and dwelling us. And so, yes, he's gifting us. And so what does that mean for us as a church? It means identifying where the Lord has gifted you, mm-hmm. um, what giftings you have, um, and using those for the common good. We can talk about that. Well, now it'd be a few. I'll say that's, that's you know, hand in hand that with our sermon, sermon series. Yeah. Right. The Who We Are series is just all about where can we fit in to help our church body. Mm-hmm. So essentially, that's that's the Holy Spirit at work. Yeah, and conviction I think, and helping. And I think one of the, the great things about as we study in the New Testament about the Spirit of God and and gifting of the Spirit is that they're equal. Like, like we may try to put levels on things, mm-hmm. but just like the body everything's necessary everything's important everything's needed mm-hmm. and so that's uh that's one of the things that we also get scared of because we're like well i don't understand this so i just need to uh, mm-hmm. that one's not important well everything's got its place yeah you know and interpretations of that and how that looks may be different yeah. but the fact is is that we are all equipped when we are in christ jesus and when we have you know the Holy spirit is within us that we are equipped for good works. Yeah. Um, and that's not something that, um, we should, you know, shy away from, but we should embrace and, mm-hmm. and be excited that, that we are gifted to yeah. serve. And the Holy spirit is never going to lead you something different than Jesus or what we see of God, the father, like yeah. you talked about. Mm-hmm. Again, they are three distinct persons, but they are one. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, how do we know what is leading? You know, you hear people say, "Well, the spirit, the spirit is leading me this way or this way." 
that's that's where we got to be careful because people can take, oh, this is a spirit leading me to to, uh, you know, start a life of gambling, you know, or, or uh, of I, the spirit just leading me to neglect my family or whatever thing. Yeah. People can use the spirit of God to oh the, the spirit of God told me to do this. And you know, that's that's where you get kind of we, we have to remember the spirit of God is going to convict us of sin. The spirit of God is going to speak through his word. Mm-hmm. He's going to lead us into this. Yeah. And so um, that, that's how we know the Spirit's leading is that, you know, we, yeah. uh, it's not just some little floaty idea out there. Yeah. It's, it literally is he leads us to his word. Yeah. He speaks to us through his word. Um, and that's how we know it's of the Spirit. I think that's the best tying point you could have made there at the end is Matt and Matthias did a great job talking about whenever we're talking about God and Jesus is very much, I asked the question, is there anything God can't do? And Matt said, well, he cannot associate with sin. Right, and so the Holy Spirit's not going to lead us to a situation where that's going to happen, right? Right. He can't be associated with that. He does not tempt us to sin. Does not no. tempt us right. to sin. Yeah. yeah. Correct. I feel like this is really good. So, if you're asking questions at home, these two guys would love to answer your emails or anybody else on staff. You can find us on uh, yeah, any questions about tongues or <laughs> cessationism, any of that. <laughs> All the Holy Spirit <laughs> questions that you might have. Uh, we might direct those just to, uh, to Nate at gatheringkc.com <laughs> or Connor at gatheringkc.com. But the rest of our emails are online. Uh, you can find us on there if you have any questions. Um, anything else to add on this, gentlemen? Did a nice job. Good. Good. Are you ready for the fall? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for cooler temperatures. I always enjoy it. Yeah. Gets that little crispness going on. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah. Sweatshirt Bye. weather. Mm. Yeah. Just ready for football. Yeah, ready for football. <laughs> so okay. Matt was in the previous two episodes wearing his chief shirt. So got to discuss <laughs> he wears Chiefs. The same outfit a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> a red chief shirt and uh, khaki shorts every day. I'm like how many chief Sorry. shirts do you have? I can't say much. I wear t shirt and shorts. <laughs> say we almost all match. Uh, yeah, you guys like. got the gray on and then uh that was good. Matthias was one upping us the past couple weeks. He had a collared shirt on and khaki pants. But flip-flops, which is weird. So, all right, we'll end it here. Uh, Thanks for listening and watching if you're on YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook. And you can follow us at The Gathering Baptist Church. See you next time on The Gathering Podcast.